This is Michael J. Fox. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Learn more about the Michael J. Fox Foundation's work and how you can help speed a cure at michaeljfox.org. This is Dave Iverson. Well, gene mutations are responsible for a fairly small percentage of Parkinson's disease cases to date. Data from the past five years supports an emerging belief that genetics plays a much larger role in Parkinson's than was previously thought. The most common genetic form of the disease is a mutation in a gene called LRK2. But as the Fox Foundation's Dr. Maurizio Ficaris notes, even with LRK2, the genetic connection is still more mystery than destiny. We don't know if people that carry the mutation will for sure in the future develop the disease or not. Some of those individuals might develop the disease. They might develop earlier or later. We don't know. It's estimated that if you carry a certain mutation in the LRK2 gene, your odds of getting Parkinson's are about one in three. But what determines those odds? That's one of the things Dr. Ficaris is trying to figure out. He's the Associate Director of Research at the Michael J. Fox Foundation, and he's leading a new research project examining, among other things, why some people who carry the LRK2 mutation get Parkinson's and some don't. So that's actually the highest challenge, I would say, you know, for us as researchers to understand what are these odds. It's a challenge because genetics alone rarely determine a disease outcome. Where we live, the air we breathe, what we consume, even other genes all play a role in whether a particular mutation actually leads to Parkinson's disease. As one example, Dr. Ficaris cites research that showed a mutation in the alpha-synuclein gene was more likely to lead to Parkinson's when other factors came into play. They found out that if you have that mutation in alpha-synuclein and as well as you have trauma, like a head trauma, or if you were exposed to a specific chlorine that you use in the laundromat, for example, your odds to develop Parkinson's were higher. So one of the goals of the Fox Foundation's LRK2 project is to better understand the nature of the mutation so that those additional influences on LRK2 can be identified. So even like a little modification might interact in a different way. It might be that several different experiences like exercise or a diet or environmental factors might also interact in a different way with these different genes. So that really adds levels of complication. But if researchers can figure out this complex equation, it could lead to personalized recommendations for people who carry the LRK2 gene. I think this is actually the dream. I mean, this is like to develop sort of an equation that helps us understand exactly what you need to avoid and what you need to pursue based on your specific, I would say, profile. By the way, this is the pathway that most of research is now pursuing, you know, not only on Parkinson's. We are moving towards a field that we call personalized medicine. And Parkinson's is a highly personalized condition. As Michael J. Fox has observed, everyone gets their own unique version of Parkinson's. Unfortunately, none of them come with operating instructions. Absolutely, absolutely. I completely agree with Michael's statement. Like, uh, unfortunately, there is no one Parkinson that resembles the other. I mean, everybody has his own development, as everybody has his own way to respond to drugs. It's because everybody has a different Parkinson's. We should not focus on, oh, by the way, I know someone who is shaking this much or has, you know, more rigidity than I have. Will I develop that or will I become like that or will I be better than that? We cannot say. Because we are all different, and the difference 
might just lay into our genetic components as well as in the environmental exposure. And while a great deal of work remains to be done before a personalized approach to treating Parkinson's becomes a reality, that's what Dr. Fikaris and his colleagues want to provide, changing we cannot say to we can say, and in so doing, provide Parkinson's patients with their own set of operating instructions. Yeah, most of neurologists want to change that I don't know into I do know and you should do this. To tell people, yeah, I mean, we can do this specific genetic screen and uh, let you know that we can act somehow to either block, you know, if it's a bad production of proteins or even restore something if it is missing or enhance if it is good. I think we are moving towards that. Dr. Fikaris hopes the Fox Foundation's research project will get us closer to that goal by giving us a keener understanding of the inner workings of the LERC2 gene mutation. For more information on the LERC2 research project and to learn how you can participate in Parkinson's disease research, visit michaeljfox.org. This is Michael J. Fox. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Learn more about the Michael J. Fox Foundation's work and how you can help speed a cure at michaeljfox.org.